Welcome. My name is Dr. Christopher Taylor, and I want you to know that it's okay to be sad, that it's okay to feel lost, and that it's okay to struggle, that we all struggle. But today, none of that matters, because today is about you, and today is about helping you become the best you possible. So for now, relax, take a deep breath, and enjoy some thoughts for your self-examination. Welcome back to For Self-Examination. I am your host, Dr. Christopher Taylor, and man, has it been a long, long time since I have been doing this podcast. Oh, goodness gracious me. Uh, It's been like, I don't know, like a year and a half, I think, maybe, uh, since we've uh, put out an episode. So I'm deeply, deeply apologetic for that. Oh, my gosh. Um, But uh, we are back. Uh, we're rocking and rolling, um, and we've got some great stuff for you. So I'm going to get three episodes out, uh, before the end of the year here. Uh, and then we're going to kind of refocus, uh, the show a little bit, try to make it more of a weekly podcast. Um, you know, that just, just kind of continues throughout the year, uh, where we continue to talk about mental health, uh, and, you know, things to consider for your self-examination. So um, we're going to do all that good stuff uh, and more and more, I think. Uh, So that'll be fun. So that's where we're headed and hopefully I can keep up with it. Um, This last year has been a lot, man, just so much going on. So I'm sure it's been a lot for you too. Uh, And that is okay. Um, Today is Monday and, you know, we're just going to make it through the week. We're going to do the best we can. So Anyways, uh, we're going to, we got a great topic to dive into and it's going to be a part one and a part two. Um, so you're going to get part one today and then part one, part one today and then part two next week. Uh, really exciting topic. Um, uh, one that, um, that we've had a lot of questions on recently, um, from a lot of patients, from a lot of uh, listeners, social media, all that stuff. Um, you know, so it just seems like this has been a really popular, uh, issue kind of circling around. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're really going to get into this topic of narcissism. Uh, and today, you know, we're going to talk about narcissism, uh, as a personality disorder, and then sort of also just kind of like narcissism as a popular topic, like on TikTok. Uh, we're going to talk about our friends at Independently Strong as well, a great new organization out there uh, doing some wonderful work. Uh, we're going to talk about them, uh, and then we're going to we're going to we're going to round out this topic next week as well. So all that, all that, and more, right after this quick break. If you've enjoyed this podcast, don't keep it a secret. Share it with your friends and family. Tell everyone. Put it on Twitter. Uh, we'd love it if you give us a five-star rating and, and, and a review. Uh, we always love feedback. 
And then, of course, uh, like and subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get yours. As a reminder, Taylor Counseling Group is in the DFW area with offices from Dallas to Fort Worth and in Waxahachie as well. Uh, We are also now in the Houston and San Antonio areas as well. So if you or somebody you know might be interested in getting some counseling, feel free to give us a call, 214-530-0021. You can send us an email, info at taylorcounselinggroup.com, and you can look us up on the web at taylorcounselinggroup.com. You can find us on Twitter as well, at TCG underscore Dallas. So if you need us, we're here, but if not, no worries. I just hope you enjoy the show. I hope everyone's doing well. I hope you're doing good. Um, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, and I hope your holiday season is running smoothly. This is a difficult time of the year, I think. Uh, we very quickly lose sight of the purpose of the holidays. Uh, we, we very quickly lose sight of you know, the purpose of Thanksgiving and the purpose of Christmas and um, or Hanukkah or you know, whatever your, your end-of-year tradition is. They all seem to happen at the end of the year. Um, uh, you know, we, we tend to forget what these are really about, you know, what these seasons are about and, you know, what we're here to do. And we get caught up in consumerism. We get caught up in, um, you know, uh, holiday issues. We get caught up in budgets. We get caught up in finances. You know, we have to travel. There's all these expectations, you know, it's kind of hard to tell your family maybe, hey, like we're not going to fly in this year. You know, it can be a challenge. It can be it can be difficult. Uh, so all of that. Um, another topic has been popping up a lot recently, and I think it fits perfectly in the holidays because this is where it's going to be the worst. And that is narcissism. Narcissism and the word narcissist uh, have been really, really popular on social media recently and Instagram and TikTok uh, and all of those places. And you're probably wondering, um, you know, I'm sure one of your friends or even you have said, Hey, I, I think, you know, I'm dating or married to, or my mom or dad or brother or sister or somebody is a narcissist. Um, you know, they seem to be very self-interested. They seem to be entitled. They're arrogant to all these other things. Um, which is, which, which is common, right? You know, there, there is a part of our personalities that we will struggle with from time to time about, you know, feeling, um, like we have a a better self-esteem than somebody else, uh, where we feel uh, a strong desire for some type of power or status, uh, where we might come off as arrogant. Um, you know, there's a common part of our personality where we struggle with these things, uh, where it's just kind of normal, you know, and it's okay. Uh, it's okay to have a fight with your spouse. It's okay to want a promotion at work. It's okay to want more money, to want a better title. It's okay to want to achieve certain things in your life. Um, it's okay to get awards and it's okay to want recognition for those awards. Uh, you know, when it becomes a problem, I think is when those things start to define us, when they start to define our identity. Um, you know, if, if we could just be, if we could just be enough, you know, that would be so amazing. 
Now, maybe, maybe this award will, you know, finally make me enough, right? And that's when we start to develop a bit of a crisis, a bit of a of an existential crisis, an identity crisis. Uh, that's where we um, that's where we fall into 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 struggles. Um, so. We'll talk about narcissism from a just a, a personal view, uh, just like a, a, of a of a colloquial out there in the world kind of view, and then talk about it as more of a clinical view, as a personality disorder. Just because your girlfriend or boyfriend might be arrogant does not make them a, a narcissist. Uh, by the clinical definition, right? Um, they they might not be the best person for you to be with, you know. So you should look at that. You should examine that. Um, but you know, does that make them a narcissist? And the answer is probably not. And, and the answer is most likely not um, for every scenario that you're going to find, because really, it's like zero to six percent of the population, depending on where you live, you know, falls under narcissistic personality disorder. Uh, and you know, this will be, this will vary for geography a little bit, obviously, you know, a city like New York or, um, you know, say maybe like Manhattan or, uh, you know, like uptown Dallas, you know, um, uh, LA probably, you know, these definitely not Jacksonville. That's where I'm from. So this is a terrible city, I'm, you know, don't go there. Uh, but, um, but uh, uh, no, like these big major cities uh, like L.A. or you know New York or some, somewhere like that, you'll probably see a higher concentration because this is where wealth, status, power is, right? So and that's what a narcissist would be drawn to. Um, you know, L.A. to be an actor, New York, Wall Street, Dallas, because why not? Um, so, you know, those are very common traits, right? Uh, so 6% of the population, zero to 6%. So probably maybe less than 6% for where you live, most likely, unless you live in like Manhattan or LA, uh, you're going to see, you know, these fewer than 6% of the people, the population that's around you is going to be a narcissist would, would qualify under narcissistic personality disorder, right? The DSM, which is this big, ridiculous book uh, called the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual. It's this very big, like, you know, sort of like a dictionary lexicon of mental disorders. Uh, it's, it's very clinical and dry. It's not a very exciting read. So, you know, if you're looking for a thrilling book, I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, but it has... In it, nine specific, um, what we call criterion, uh, that uh, describe or, or qualify or diagnose uh, somebody with narcissistic personality disorder. Uh, and in order to qualify, you got to present with at least five of the nine. So the majority of them, so very few people really, really present with that. Uh, so we'll kind of talk about what those nine are, uh, a little bit, um, and what they're not. Uh, and then, um, and then we'll kind of talk about, you know, what we're going to get into next week. Uh, and then we'll go from there. So, yeah. Uh, so these nine criterion are pretty basic. Uh, so it's inflated self-esteem, sense of entitlement, obsession with power, status, or beauty, 
manipulation or exploitation, lack of empathy, belief that they're special, need for admiration, preoccupation with envy, and the last one is arrogance. Uh, now, um, everything I'm giving you is sort of like the distilled version. So we're not going to go into clinical definitions or clinical labels or things like that. We're just going to talk about in general what these things look like. Uh, so the biggest one is lack of empathy. That's the most important. Um, you know, narcissists uh, usually are incapable of experiencing other people's emotions, you know, and empathy, we really describe, you know, sympathy we say is I feel bad for you. Uh, but empathy is I feel bad with you. Uh, so empathy, we're really, um, we're really stepping into somebody else's experience. We're, we're experiencing their emotions, uh, which is extremely difficult for a narcissist. Um, some might say it's impossible for a narcissist to do that, uh, which kind of leads to the the manipulation and exploitation and, and some of the other um, uh, obsessions that a narcissist is going to experience. Uh, so <clears throat> that's the first place to look. If you're worried about being in a relationship with somebody or if you are or, um, you know, if you just know somebody a friend, a relative, and you're thinking, Hey, I, I think this person might be a narcissist. I mean, that's the first place to look is lack of empathy. Does this person have a lack of empathy? Uh, now I want to clear up one, a belief that we're special. Uh, this one is, I think, um, pretty, um, uh, pretty exaggerated a lot. Uh, it's, it's very misunderstood. It's not this idea that, you know, you can't be special. I mean, we're all special, right? Everyone is a snowflake, but, um, this is uh, a little bit more than that. It's, it's kind of like a belief that I can do the impossible, you know, that, that these laws, these rules don't apply to me because I am better than, uh, or above, or, uh, I can do what others cannot. Uh, and so this type of thinking is pretty common amongst, uh, executives, uh, CEOs of large corporations, uh, former presidents, um, you know, exhibit these signs and thoughts. Um, some, some high end athletes, uh, you know, I mean, you're going to do something that has never been done before or that nobody else can do. There is a lot of, um, you know, validity to the thought that I am special. You know, uh, I mean, I, I would say that Michael Jordan is probably pretty sick, pretty special. Uh, I would say that, um, you know, some astronauts probably are pretty special. I would say like, you know, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, those guys got to be special, right? First people on the moon. I mean, that's pretty exciting. Uh, so, you know, I think there are some of these things that occur uh, or that we might be prone to that are definitely going to foster that belief of being special. So, you know, it's OK to be special in the sense that, like, I am a unique human being. Uh, but it's when we go above that, when we move into this world of of things don't apply to me, laws don't apply to me. That's when we start looking at at narcissism as a personality disorder. That's when we start looking at somebody who's a narcissist, right? This person, 
um, isn't special in the way that it, we're all special. Right? They're, they're above that. They are in a, a league of their own. Uh, so inflated self-esteem is always pretty obvious. Uh, most narcissists you run into are going to have some sense of, uh, of uh, higher self-esteem. They're just going to present as very confident, um, arrogant um, at times. Um, just really just that, um, that belief that, you know, I, I can do anything. I can, I can, I can conquer the world. I, I can do this. I can do it better than you. Uh, so we have that inflated self-esteem, uh, and that of course comes along with a sense of entitlement of, you know, that because I am better than most, I deserve better than most. And that's going to be a pretty common thought that we're going to see, um, with, uh, somebody who has narcissistic personality disorder. Now, another um, one that's often misunderstood is obsession with power, status, and beauty or beauty. Um, <clears throat> narcissists uh, present both as male and female. Um, so, so women absolutely can be narcissists. Now, it is more common for uh, narcissism to be identified in men than women, um, but not by much, not by much. Uh, so we do see... Um, you know, power, status, or beauty as very common signs of a narcissist. Uh, now, again, this does not mean, you know, that every actor or model in LA is a narcissist, right? It does not mean that. It does not mean that if you get your hair cut every week, you're a narcissist. That's not, that's not what that means. It's, you know, self-care and, and, you know, healthy grooming habits, right, are important, right? They're important. And it's okay to invest in your your, um, you know, your self-care, how you present yourself. It's okay to invest in those things, but it's when those things become more important than anything else. That's when we're talking about narcissism. It's this obsession with power, uh, for the sake of power. Um, it's this, it's this obsession with status and title, uh, to show that you are in fact better than others to validate your inflated self-esteem to validate uh, your your need to feel special your need for admiration right that's when we're talking about narcissism so it's okay to go to the salon it's okay to have a have a you know a self-care day it's okay to go get a massage it's okay to get your haircut it's okay to spend a lot of money on those things if that's what you like if that's what you want um, but it's when those things become you know become uh, more that we, we kind of move into that space of narcissistic personality disorder. Uh, now the next one on the list of course is manipulation or exploitation, which is, uh, a very important trait as well. So like lack of empathy, uh, narcissists will often exploit or manipulate others to get what they want or to get what they need to get the power status or beauty. So, they are, are, are more uh, inclined to, you know, abuse somebody or manipulate somebody to get a job or to get a, a get a, a higher salary or to show that they're worth this award or something like that. Uh, so that's a very important um, that's a very very important uh, marker of narcissistic personality disorder is that this person is willing to manipulate you, that they are willing to exploit you, to use you to get whatever it is they need. 
right? So when we see manipulation and lack of empathy kind of together, you know, that's a really dangerous combination. Uh, so somebody that, that is incapable of feeling, of experiencing how other people's feet, how, the, how other people feel and willing to, to exploit or manipulate those people, you know, that's kind of when we move into this, this dangerous space, right? So that combined with the belief that I'm special, that the laws don't apply to me, that I can do whatever I want, you know, this is kind of, kind of building that profile, what a uh, narcissist looks like. Uh, so, um, so we've, we've talked about a few so far, inflated self-esteem, sense of entitlement, obsession with power, status, beauty, manipulation, exploitation, lack of empathy, and belief that they are special. Uh, so uh, the next three are need for ad admiration, uh, preoccupation with envy, and arrogance. Uh, now, these last three, we kind of have seen them appear uh, in the other spots, or at least tie in very well. Uh, so need for admiration is, you know, this kind of, this kind of deep rooted need, which is, which is really the core of the narcissist, I think, is that it, deep down there is no love. There is no acceptance. There is no validation. Deep down, the, the narcissist is, is empty, you know, constantly seeking approval, validation, and admiration from others. And so that's what's, what's driving them. Right. That's what's driving the narcissist is this need for admiration, um, for acceptance, for awards, words of affirmation, whatever it is. And it may present very differently uh, and it may present very subtly, but it is there. That need for admiration is there. Um, you know, so I want to pay attention to that. And then uh, preoccupation with envy goes along, goes really, really well with these other ones, which is this idea of, well, well, this person you know, over there, you know, has a nicer house than I do, or they have a better car than I do, but that's not okay because I'm, I'm more important than them. I'm special. Uh, I'm more special. So I should have the better car. Now this is not always going to be the case, right? And it's not always going to be material because the narcissist also might come and say, well, yeah, but I'm so much above all that. It doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter. None of that matters to me, but there will be somewhere where there's a focus on this need for admiration and in preoccupation with envy, where that envy will show whether it's this person over here is more beautiful than me and I can't stand that. Uh, this person has a higher title or better status than I do and I can't stand that, you know, or I, I just don't have enough power and, and this person over there has more power. Um, uh, it might not always be about the nicest car, the nicest house, the nicest clothes. You, you might be in a relationship with a narcissist who, you know, doesn't really care about their appearance. It doesn't really dress up, you know, but deep down what's in there, you know, what are they looking for? Right. Where is that, that need for admiration? Where is that preoccupation with envy? What do they envy? You know? Uh, and then finally we end with arrogance, um, which we've kind of talked about in the beginning with the inflated self-esteem that arrogance is in there. Uh, but really this arrogance for the narcissist is usually belittling in some way that we're, we're telling these other people that, um, you know, not only am I, am I better or smarter than you, but that your, your opinions, they just, they just don't matter. You know, you don't matter. Um, you can't understand, you know, anything that I can see or understand. So you just, you're just not important. Mm. And, uh, that is the nine 
criterion of narcissistic personality disorder. Uh, so you can kind of see that these are a lot different than, than being in a relationship with somebody that just is rude or, you know, is arrogant um, or just has a big ego. You know, uh, we can all struggle with ego from time to time. Um, but uh, when, we, when we see five of these components together, you kind of see that, that picture emerge of what, what a narcissist really does look like. And so that's narcissistic personality disorder. Uh, now, next week, we're going to talk about types of narcissism. Uh, we're going to talk about the behavior, uh, narcissistic behavior. And we're going to talk about, um, you know, a few other uh, co-occurring um, issues that you might see uh, with a narcissist. Um, and then um, some resources for you as well. Now, uh, we are partnering with our friends at Independently Strong. Uh, and you can go to their website, independentlystrong.com, and that'll be in the show notes. Uh, they'll have some wonderful resources for you available. Uh, a great new course. Um uh, which which um, I have been happy to be a part of and to help in the the development and foundation of that. Uh, so um, they have a lot of great resources on their website uh, and a lot of wonderful um, tools and um, strategies, resources uh, to help you work uh, with anyone in your life that you you may believe is a narcissist. Um, you know, whether it's a family member that you can't separate from, or if it's a, if it's a, you know, a spouse or, or, or a significant other that you're struggling to separate from, um, you know, they'll have some great resources for you there. So that's independentlystrong.com. Uh, we also have some more resources on our website, taylorcounselinggroup.com as well for you. Uh, we're building out a new resource center, um, and some great, uh, some great stuff for, for this topic specifically. So I hope that helps. Uh, I hope um, that you find some, some help there. I hope that you're able to um, take this with you. And I hope that uh, uh, you're able to move forward with a happy, healthier life. Uh, for now, um, I am your host, Dr. Christopher Taylor, and I hope you've enjoyed these thoughts for your self examination.